Yeah, hey everyone, this is Kelvin. Welcome to episode 47 of Res Metal Podcast. On this episode, I speak with Hell Throne members Dave, Rowe, and Michael. And uh, we uh, we talked uh, um, the day of the Soulfly show in Galta, Mexico. So um, yeah, I was lucky enough to catch up with them. Um, so Hell Throne, they're a, a band currently based out of Phoenix, Arizona with members originating from you know just different parts of the Navajo Nation. And um, if you haven't heard Hell Throne, they're a new band. Um, they just released an EP called Awaken that can be streamed on digital platforms like you know Spotify, um, iTunes, and, and so forth. But um, yeah, I, I would describe Hell Throne as a, like a thrash metal band with um, you know death metal um, aspects. Um, especially in the, you know, the guitar and the, the blast beat drumming. Um, but yeah, I was like really fortunate enough to do this, um, in-person interview. It was actually my first, uh, in-person band interview. So, uh, I was really excited about that and hopefully I can, you know, do more, um, in-person, uh, interviews, you know, I really like that format. Um, but yeah, for this episode, you know, I thought I'd just talk about the, the, the show in general, you know, just do like a review and then get right into the interview with Hellthrone. Um, so the the show um, was a Soulfly headlining show at Juggernaut in Gallup, New Mexico, on March nineteenth, uh, twenty twenty-two. Uh, so this uh, this is the last stop on the current. Well, as of now, um, uh, you know the tour just now ended uh, yesterday, but. Uh, the, it was a five-week U.S. tour, Soulfly um, headlined um, some of the other bands that were on, Morbid Justice, Distorted Ritual, and Hell Throne. Um, but yeah, the show was brought to you by Rented Savage Productions, so yeah, shout out to Randall for putting on the show. Um, yeah, so this was my actually my third time seeing Soulfly since uh, August uh, this past summer. Um, I saw Soulfly in Albuquerque uh for the it was the start of their fall tour um on august 20th they, they did a show in launchpad at launchpad in albuquerque and then after that i saw soulfly um, in tempe arizona at the marquee theater on september 25th so that was actually the last date on their previous uh, fall tour so um yeah so this is my third time seeing you know soulfly so uh, goes without saying that I'm just a big for a big supporter of Max Cavalera and you know all his side projects and all the you know bands that his you know family is a part of um also this tour it marks the second tour that Dino Cazares was on lead guitar so that was pretty cool um but yeah luckily this time I only have to drive like 40 minutes from home to see Soulfly you know as opposed to going like three hours to Albuquerque or you know five hours to Phoenix um, so yeah, I started the, the, the day out by, you know, getting to Juggernaut, you know, around five and so I can catch up with Hell Throne, you know, who I scheduled the interview for this podcast. Uh, Randall was cool enough to let me in the venue early so I can, you know, get the interview done. Uh, yeah, we talked in one of the, uh, lounges, you know, at Juggernaut. Um, but yeah, you know, since this was my first in-person, uh, band interview, I was kind of worried that my equipment, uh, wouldn't function well, but you know. Everything went well. Um, the only thing was, I, you know, I didn't have a like, a like a proper mic stand, so you might hear the some background noise from the microphone. But, you know, 
I, I tried my best to get that um, background noise out, so hopefully it's not too distracting. But overall, it was a good interview. You know, I really liked that in-person format and, you know, just kind of allowed for a more natural dialogue, I thought. But, um, yeah, I hope to do more uh, in-person interviews for, for this uh, podcast in the future. Um, but, yeah, after the interview, you know, I put my stuff away and got got back in time to, you know, await Hellthrone. They were the first to play on the bill. And, um, yeah, for their set, you know, they they played the entire um, Awaken EP in its entirety. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it was really, really sick, you know, very, very, you know, intense style of death slash thrash metal. Um, and um, I'd say the crowd was probably about 60 to 70 percent capacity. You know, there's still a lot of people coming in since, you know, the sun was still out. But, yeah, if you haven't heard Hellthrone, definitely follow them, support them, you know, just, um, you know, give them that support so that we can, you know, keep, you know, hearing new music and seeing them perform at, you know, more shows. But after Hellthrone was a distorted ritual from St. Michael's, Arizona. Um, I can't say that, you know, I'm an expert on distorted rituals, um, discography or history. You know, they play a style that, you know, it's like kind of like a thrashy, like groove metal style. They kind of reminded me of um, Sacred Reich, you know, mainly, you know, because, you know, a lot of their music is very political, uh, a lot of social commentary. Uh, their vocalist also kind of remind me of Phil Rind of uh, Sacred Reich. Um, yeah, I remember one of the songs they played was, I think it was called Freedom. You know, they dedicated this song to all the military veterans and had a really cool chorus. It was like, you know, I hate this fucking war. I hate this fucking war. So yeah, it was very, uh, uh, very appropriate and very definitely welcome, especially now with the ongoing uh, situation in, with Russia. So yeah, definitely check out Distorted Ritual. Um, yeah, after Distorted Ritual, the venue was starting to fill up. So I uh, went to the merch line, got a Soulfly tour shirt, and um, got to be honest, um, I was a little disappointed in the tour shirt, you know, just only because I, I got this shirt from the previous tour and is the same exact design. So, you know, I was kind of hoping for a different design, but, you know, it's all good. I, I still got one, so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly wear this one as opposed to the one I keep, you know, stored away in my, in my you know, endless storage of black band shirts. But, um, yeah, Morbid Justice, you know, we're... we're on stage and then I think I want to say that they probably had the most people like this is kind of when the capacity was starting to fill up so I'm guessing they probably you know sold a lot of tickets and brought a lot of people in um but yeah you know Morbid Justice are from Durango Colorado um they their style they play I'd say I would probably describe them as metalcore you know metalcore um you know definitely brings back the days of um you know 2006 2007 back when lamb of god trivium machine head ruled the world um yeah i mean i don't mean that as a joke i just you know i really love those bands and you know that was sort of like my formative years when i was going to school at u of a in tucson you know back when uh lamb of god and uh trivium and you know all that remains all those bands were just you know kicking everybody's ass but uh, yeah, I was one over, you know, they had an awesome stage presence, you know, full of energy, you know, they really got the crowd hyped up for Soulfly. And um, they ended their set with a cover of the Lamb of God song, Omerta. So 
really really cool set overall and uh, up next was Soulfly so if you haven't seen Soulfly um, live or Max Cavalera live he's got that signature gas mask on the microphone stand so once I saw that was you know placed I was like oh shit business is about to pick up um, but yeah you know once the Soulfly got ready all their gear was ready um, they the set started out you know with the with the song back to the Crim- back to the primitive you know it's got that tribal groove um yeah that just tribal freaking oh uh, back to the primitive fuck all the politics yeah um and then uh the second song they played no hope no fear which was off their first album um and then from there i, I kind of don't remember all the songs in order, but I know they did Rise of the Fallen, Seek and Strike, uh, Ritual, Prophecy. Uh, they did two new songs from their, you know, as of uh, yet released album, uh, which should be coming out this summer. Uh, I think the, from what Max, what, from what I could hear Max say, um, one of the songs is called Superstition and the other one was called Filth Upon Filth. Um, and then they did some uh, Dino material. Uh, they did some Fear Factory songs, Replica, Body Hammer. Um, and then, you know, towards the end of the set, they kind of circled back to the first two albums and finished out with I-4 and I, No, and Jump the Fuck Up. Um, yeah, fucking awesome show uh, from Soulfly and Family. Yeah, and hell yeah, definitely commend them for stopping in Gallup, especially after a five-week tour. Um yeah, I don't think this is the last of the of Max. Uh, I, I've been seeing social media posts about uh, Max and Igor Cavalera tour this summer, uh, where where they'll focus on um, some Sepultura classics, um, Beneath the Remains and Arise. So hell yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my my review uh, of the show, and. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play the uh, interview I did with Hellthrone. So, um, yeah, check it out. And then after that, I'm going to play um, um, uh, a song I recorded from Hellthrone. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out. <laughs> Dave, Rowe, and Michael. Um, we're here in Gallup um, just before the Soulfly show. And um, I was lucky enough to get a chance to talk with these guys. Um, if you guys don't mind, do you mind just giving a quick introduction to listeners? Yeah, sure. My name is Dave Kirk. Um, I play the lead guitar and do also do vocals. I also created Hellthrone back in 2017 and was able to get it going in uh, last year in July. So, yeah, that's... Uh, my name is Ro. I play drums. I've been playing drums for like 13 years and uh, started uh, wanting to start jamming again and put an ad on online and Dave uh, sent me some uh, samples of his music and from there. Yeah, I'm Michael and uh, I play bass. Uh, it's my first time playing bass with a live band. I usually play drums and guitar. 
uh, with a lot of other local bands, but it's my first band uh, that I'm playing with in uh, Phoenix. All right. So um, I understand you guys are from different places, but are you guys like currently based out of Phoenix? Yeah, right now we're based out of Phoenix, uh, just kind of all over Phoenix. Like I'm way on the west side. Michael's kind of in the middle and Rose on the east. But we usually just like meet up in like in Scottsdale to uh, practice and stuff. Okay. And um, where'd you guys uh, grow up um, uh, originally? So for me, I grew up in Ganado. I was in the Ganado area. I moved out of Ganado in uh, summer of 2015, moved out to Phoenix and, you know, started going to school, looking for jobs and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's when I left. Me, uh, I was, uh, I'm from Nascheti, New Mexico. But uh, I moved here when I was a kid in Gallup, born and, like, was raised here, born and raised. But then 2016, moved that to Phoenix for, like, job opportunities. Yeah, so uh, I'm originally from uh, St. Michael's, so I grew up there and uh, left to Phoenix about a year after high school okay, for cool. better job opportunities. Cool. Yeah, I'm originally from <clears throat> the Chilchimitzo area, but um currently in Fort Defiance. I actually moved out from Phoenix to Fort Defiance in, I guess, a year and a half now. Um, how do you guys like Phoenix? Uh, so far, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot different, you know, driving an hour to Walmart where I'm from Ganado. But, you know, over there, you know, it's a lot of cultural diversity. You know, it's really like a, an eye-opener, you know, because when I left high school, you know, I didn't know nothing about computers. I didn't know really nothing. So when I first went to college, you know, I was really overwhelmed and, you know, just kind of took my time with that but yeah phoenix is actually not so bad for me phoenix is different you know like out here there's natives everywhere but like out there you meet like a lot of different people different backgrounds and it's it's a different environment out there phoenix for me is it's pretty fun you know uh, my mom was uh she used to live in phoenix so kind of know the general area uh but kind of easy switch over from being on the res to back over to the city awesome yeah i was there 2017 to 2020 and then um got a job in fort defiance so yeah one thing i do miss was just like going to like live concerts like i used to go like at least shoot like once a week like right before the pandemic but um it's nice that you know um randall was able to put this together um and um but yeah i i, I like you know fort defiance i grew up in a quiet area just like that so it wasn't much of a it wasn't much of a culture shock to me, but um, um, I understand that um, um, this is going to be like your second show, or is it your third show? Yeah, it's going to be our second one so far. Okay. And uh, how did your first show go? Uh, I know that was a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, it was in uh, Apache Junction at the uh, Lucky Strikes Bar. So that one went actually went really good. You know, we got a really good uh, crowd response. We got, you know, some heads banging we got a mosh pit going at one point so you know, i'm really excited to see you know what what goes on here at the juggernaut awesome um but yeah just uh congrats on getting on the show how were you guys able to get on this uh on the show with soulfly oh it's through me i uh hit up randall i told him i said if he wanted to we were telling that we had we're starting out and that we were looking for shows and we told him we had five original songs and there we asked him to open up usually i help randall out with um like loading in the, the bands um equipment like just helping out the bands basically like a roadie so so um, oh that's cool have you like, been doing that for a while with like just yeah, around been here doing that for like 
actually, like since I was a kid, oh, like okay. middle school. Have you guys ever played here at Juggernaut with like previous bands or other projects? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I played like previous bands. Okay, which which bands were you guys a part of before Hellthrown? Well, mine was a uh, Fatal Corruption. That was before I moved out to Phoenix. So now it's a uh, it's all about Hellthrown now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I used to play with um, Cold Occult, and uh, used to play guitar for them off and on so but yeah, a couple of shows but we did um i think hellbound fest too so we got to uh, i think we were like the first act that opened up and it's pretty good pretty good crowd and you know but yeah reese was reese was good so okay uh how about you dave did you ever play in juggernaut or yeah Galperia? so back in 2015 i was in a thrash metal band called black and uh, we were able to open up for uh flotsam and jetsam along with a lot of other great band so that one was really good so you know it's really nice to come back and you know share the stage with some other great bands again cool and uh and i understand you guys are fairly new you got you said you started in 2021 um like since you've um started out like it sounds like you guys already had um experience with bands and getting um getting booked for shows but um I mean, did it, did, has there any been any like bands out in the Phoenix area or around here that's kind of like helped you out or given you some kind of like mentoring? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially with like uh, past experiences, you know, you kind of it's like a trial and error type of thing. But you know, like for me and I, we uh, last minute we decided to print out some EPs and we you know we just got like regular blank CDs, regular uh, CD cases, and you know after I made the post and you know people saw it. You know, one of the guys was telling me about a website that, you know, you can pay a certain amount of money for a bulk and uh, they do like really fine printing and also CD printing and you can go as far as uh, vinyls as well. So next, you know, he, he really helped me out with that and I really appreciate it and you know, we'll, we'll definitely look into that one next time. Awesome. And you guys just released uh, Awaken EP on f February 28th, um, streaming. Have you guys uh, looked into getting any like physical like CDs or possibly tapes or records? Yeah, uh, right now we have over uh, about over 40 right now. And we're just going to be handing them out to, you know, random people, you know, just to get the music out there. I understand, you know, not everybody has Internet access or Spotify. So it's a good, you know, advertisement. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I can feel that. Like I was in Phoenix and I had like Cox Wi-Fi. I had like the fastest Wi-Fi. And I came back here. I'm on like NTUA, and like it, it <laughs> like you. yeah, it, it just shuts off like for no reason for like four days, and then <laughs> yeah. So then streaming music gets kind of tough. But um, yeah, I'm just a big fan of like physical music. I'm um, I'm, I'm probably a little older than you. I'm I'm in my mid 30s, but I grew up on like CDs, and so okay. I'm a big fan of like physical like uh, I, I mainly like CDs. Um, but what's been the response like since you guys released uh, Awaken? Oh, we've had a really great response. You know, it's been, uh, I get a lot of people messaging me, asking me, you know, the songwriting process, you know, what the song is about and how how I wrote it, how I wrote it basically. And, you know, it's really, you know, amazing that, you know, I, I work so hard on this song and, you know, I'm getting all these positive feedbacks and you know i was kind of hesitant at first you know releasing the releasing the song like you know it might not be good enough you know might i might get some bad reviews or something but you know it's actually really good so that so far that's the uh the the top song right now yeah we also got some listeners in uh indonesia india and um chile as well as well as uh 
like you know dallas and as far as you know florida new mexico uh new york washington you know all over the u.s awesome yeah i uh i mean i i didn't know about hell throne until i saw the flyer that uh, randall put out for the show so um yeah i i think i just kind of picked up on hell throne like like everybody else like over the new years um but yeah it's it's cool i was listening to that today um I think my favorite track is uh, Annihilation. It has like the most like death metal sound to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, every song is badass. I like the it's like thrash metal with like death metal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when thrash metal became death metal, like in the late '80s, early okay, '90s. Yeah. yeah, that's what kind of reminds me of. So, um, you know, like old Cannibal Corpse and old D Side before like yeah, awesome. death metal became a thing. <laughs> that's what I was aiming for. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. The kind of feedback that we got from uh people that when we were at lucky strikes you know there's uh some older people that were there and they're like you know it sounds like stuff from the 80s you know bringing back the good you know the good sound that we liked and we haven't heard in a long time so yeah, yeah that that's awesome stuff. yeah I, I really dig it um just a couple quick questions about that um like who came up with your logo and the artwork for awaken so the logo design and the artwork was all done by Roe. um i just basically gave him the name kind of gave him what i was aiming for and you know he he sends me like uh an idea and then i'll tell him like maybe switch this out or add this or maybe change this color to this color and then you know he works on it for like a few hours then he finally sends me a a really good you know copy that we can use so that's all thanks to row yeah that's awesome and um the artwork too did you do the artwork the... yeah it does uh, put a throne in there put the skulls together draw yeah. them out and basically like a Put the background, make it look like a like a hell throne, the skulls. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it reminds me of um, I don't know if you guys ever played Mortal Kombat two, like the Shao Kahn stage. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when you beat the game and Shao Kahn gets off the throne and the throne is empty. Yeah, yeah, that's what was, that's what kind of remind me of. So that's that's badass. Yeah, we also have um, another uh, piece of uh, artwork that we were um, that we started off with because uh, we are using Rose artwork too, but we're also um, uh, getting. Another one in the mail from uh, Deidre uh, Lee. Uh, so we're just waiting on that to come in the mail. It somehow got lost, I guess. But that one's supposed to be really good, too. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like uh, as far as the recording, did you guys just kind of do like a self-recording, um, or did you guys go to a studio? Yeah, so all, the recording all pretty much happened in my bedroom. <laughs> so... <laughs> so uh yeah i recorded all the guitar tracks and then you know i'm a a guitar player first so that's what i start with and as i'm going i pull out a midi keyboard and you know type in each drum track and you know each drum beat has its own specific beat so like the fast fills and the fast double bass and stuff like that you know i'm sitting there typing it out and it can take anywhere between like a a full day to a full week to find to get a, a final product so yeah that's pretty much how it all went oh wow yeah no it sounds cool i mean um yeah definitely looking forward to more um and um so this is your second show do you guys have any like upcoming shows i saw one i think you guys were on a insight flyer yeah we got we got insight i want to say like just a couple days ago you know Ro contacted a 13th floor entertainment and you know they responded to him and asked if we would be interested in opening for insight and you know we took that opportunity awesome yeah, I love Inside. They're part of the Cavalera family, so yeah. it's cool. It's cool you guys got to open, uh, play for Soulfly today, and then 
play with Insight in a few weeks. I was at a Cannibal Corp show during that time. Like I was standing in my merch line, Shadow of Intent started jamming. I got the message from 13th floor asking if we're looking for shows and from there I jumped to it. Awesome. Oh man, I miss going to those shows in Phoenix. Um, I know, yeah, Cannibal Corpse played, right, like last week, couple or a few, a few nights ago. It was a wild show. <laughs> yeah, I am, I'm a big fan of like reading blogs and reviews and I read a review that the, the the line for merch basically was like a long winding um just snaking line like throughout yeah. the show um but yeah that's cool i was i was i mean i just i live like five hours away so really the only time i can really go to a show like that's on the weekend um but um yeah this is just kind of like just some fun questions i want to throw towards the end um are there any like um like local or national bands that you guys like would try to like play with or is there like any uh i guess it's sort of like a question of like inspiration but is there any like um bands that you really would like look forward to playing with in the future yeah so definitely you know the insight one but you know there's a lot of really good talent out in phoenix so we performed with a band called aphotica they're like a like a folk metal, black metal type of band, and they were really good. You know, they had they played with uh, backing tracks, which I've never seen. And there's also a friend of mine who plays in a thrash metal band called Carpet Bomb, and you know they they do a really good show. You know, they always get mosh pits going. They always do uh, like really good crowd interactions, and you know, it's just kind of I'm really just looking forward to playing with any band. You know, just to kind of see what type of talent lies out there. There's a lot of talented people that have different views and. No, it's really interesting just to see all of that. For me, it would be to open for uh, maybe Devil Driver. Oh, yeah. Or, like, Tim Young. He's, like, an inspiration to me, so that'd be cool to open up for him. Um, well, I'm wearing a Malicious Plague shirt right now, so <laughs> uh, opening up for them once was already really great, and, you know, seeing them live every time, it's just it just gets better and better, and hopefully... At I haven't heard from them in a while, but, you know, I hope they make a really big comeback pretty soon, so. Yeah. Awesome. And then, um, I usually ask this to people, like, is there any, like, um, like new music or new bands or stuff that's, like, um, under, like, I guess under appreciated or hidden gems that you want to recommend to listeners? Uh, so, so for Thrash Metal, you could check out, uh, Patriot. They're pretty good. They they have one song called And Your Children to Be Damned. Not a lot of people heard that one, but you know, it's it's really good. I use that a lot when I work out or when I, you know, just kinda wanna get into the mood for anything, you know, it's has that really hard hitting song and it's really cool. It is tough to, you know, kinda recommend something that's that nobody has has heard because, you know, you do recommend like a thrash metal or death metal span and you know, it turns out it's really well known and you're just finding out about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I pretty much just listen to music all day. I'm not a musician. I'm just more of a fan and listener. And But, um, yeah, definitely you guys. I've been listening to a lot of, like, Hellthrown. And um, I feel like there was something else I was listening to a lot lately. Um, but I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, those are close to the end of my questions. I, I made up some, quite like, just some, like, just some, like, kind of, like, fun questions. So, like. So, like, me and my little brother, like, whenever we see each other, we always, like, do, like, this either-or thing. Like, you know, do you like this or this? And then, you know, we try to pick one, or um, sometimes we'll just pick a third that, uh, like, for example, like, like right now, like, like, who would you, like, 
who would you pick, um, like Max Cavalera or Dino Cazares? Ooh, <laughs> that's that's a really tough. That's a really good one, actually. Uh, you know, Dino is a really big inspiration. So is Max. You know, I've, especially his early Sepultura stuff. That's what I really enjoy. So um, I'd have to give it to Max on that one. I have to give it to Dino because uh, Dino he uh, he jammed with um, Tim Young with uh, Divine Heresy. So I have to go for Dino. I love Max though. Yeah, I'd have to go with Max. Yeah. In the end, so pretty good. Yeah, I'd go with Max just because of all the side projects he has. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And then I got a few more. Um, uh, Metallica or Megadeth? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'd have to go with Megadeth just because of how you know a lot of the intricate solos are just really different, and then um, just Dave Spider chords, but also Metallica because seeing them live for the first time uh, when they were down in Phoenix. Uh, that one was a pretty good show too. So you know they're just live. I'll just both of them live. I haven't seen Megadeth live yet, but hopefully soon. But uh, if I have to give it to Megadeth, yeah, I'll go with uh, Metallica for this one because uh, my mom raised me on uh, Metallica. So she had a Master of Puppets album. So when I was a kid, I popped that in the stereo. Oh, I choose Metallica. <laughs> so my mom used to. She was a metalhead herself, so she raised me on that and was master of puppets. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with Metallica on that one too. You know, that's that's what really what got me into thrash metal, just that uh, uh, Injustice for All album. You know, I heard the track Blackened when I was young, and you know, I was just amazed on how big the guitar sounded and how you know the drums sounded and the vocals were so aggressive and so fast yet so clean and so heavy. So that's, you know, kind of what I strive for. That's the song uh, Living Nightmare on the EP. You know, that's really uh, based off of uh, Injustice for All. So you'll see like a lot of Injustice for All type of riffs in there. Awesome. Um, a few more. Um, corner Slipknot. <laughs> oh, I think I'd go with Slipknot on that one. For me, it'd be Slipknot because uh, during that time they played in Phoenix, I was, uh, was moshing around that bonfire day started <laughs> and i had to put up a, a picture online that says at the ceremony so and then that picture went like like 795 shares online facebook so i'll go with slim that was badass showed up all right um i have to go with corn just because uh you know you got that intro blind and then it just gets everybody going and then um fieldy was like a my inspiration for really starting bass and wanted to play a fire string and really picking up the slap style so awesome i have to go with corn yeah, I'd probably go with Slipknot. Just uh, that was like my first band shirt when I was like in middle school. Um, let's see, I got mm, two more: um, Slayer or Testament. <laughs> Slayer, hands down, Slayer all the time. Um, the bass that I'm using is actually a Tom Araya's signature um, LTD bass, so Slayer. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Slayer too because uh, <laughs> you're gonna get some Slayer vibes on these songs. Yeah, that's definitely a slayer. I mean, I really do love Testament, don't get me wrong. You know, Alex Skolnick has really good solos on there. They're, they have er really good early stuff like Souls of Black, you know, Into the Pit. But, you know, Slayer just kind of takes a home for me. Awesome. Yeah, I'd go with Slayer, too. Uh, uh, this is kind of dumb, but I'll just go for it. Um, Stateline or Aces Wild? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go with Stateline. <laughs> you got to see that fight. <laughs> I go with Stateline, too. I'm always posting shit about them <laughs> jokes though yeah probably state line because i think uh if state line and aces, aces wild went head to head 
I think Stateline would take it because they got the hands. Yeah, I'd go, <laughs> I'd go Stateline just for all their shenanigans. Um, but yeah, those are that's pretty much it. Um, do you guys have any like shout-outs or any uh, recognitions you wanna you wanna say before uh, we end the interview? Um, I just want to say thank you to you know everybody who took the time to listen to this. You know, I really I really appreciate it. You know, thank you to Kelvin as well for giving us this opportunity. You know, it's kind of a, amazing. You know, I started this thing back in 2017 got it going last year and you know we're already getting so much recognition and getting so much good feedback so you know thank you to everybody out there who's taking the time to listen to our music and contacting us telling us which one's your favorite and whatnot so yeah thank you guys so much may want to thank uh randall rancid savage for giving us a show because uh it's a big it's a big step in this band especially with us starting out now yeah, and, uh, like uh, Rose said, you know, uh, Rancid Savage and uh, all the other bands that, uh, you know, or I guess uh, promotions that wanted us to play these other shows and hopefully we can keep getting more. And uh, also Res Refuge, Res Refuge for um, Monique over at Res, Res, at Res Refuge for um, doing a, another interview with us also and then um, doing the local uh, music support over there, doing the helping out the kids and everything. So, all right. All right, thanks again, guys. I'm going to go ahead and stop the recorder. All right, that was my talk with Hell Throne members, Dave, Roe, and Michael. Uh, thanks again, guys, for taking the time to talk with me. And, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming out to Gallup to uh, play, uh, play a killer set. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out that uh, Res Refuge interview that Michael mentioned at the end of the interview. Um, that can be found on the Res Refuge YouTube page. I'll leave a link in the description. Um, but uh, yeah, be sure to follow uh, Hell Hell Throne on social media, and um, you know, check out the Awaken EP on all the popular uh, streaming platforms. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and play a, a song. You know, I uh, recorded one of the songs off their live set um, uh, when they opened for Soulfly. So this is Wretched Soul. Um, but yeah, thanks again. Uh, that's after that, it'll be the end of the podcast. So, you know, I'll talk to you later and, um, peace out. Yeah.